All right. Yeah, anyway. I think I'm a little more sensitive than you are, though. <laughs> no, I'm I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive. I just think you can be surprised sometimes. It's kind of less oh, yeah, about you're like. Right, you're right. It's not a. It's not like a like Shebs would be like, yo, whatever, just do it. Like you know, my thought is more like you never know. You know, yeah, that's true. That's sometimes true. you know. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you know. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just know. You think we should start doing the podcast? I know the intro, but you know, do you think we should start doing a version of the podcast where it's just we talk, talk, and then it's like, hey, you know, like some pods are just like, yeah, you know. So I think Mark Marin does that where he's like, yeah, you know. So I needed to get like a new. Yeah, radiator, I think we need to do. And, um, I think we need to do cold uh, opens. Well, yes. And uh, yeah, I think. Uh, or you just kind of yeah, like, just, you just kind of catch up the audience of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you're like life. talking, and then they like the producer just kind of shadily hits record, and then you just go like, uh, you know, you're like, yeah. So I don't know. I told her like, like oh, we're I'm not ready oh. now, but like maybe in the future. Anyway, guys, hey, welcome to the Community Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, let's just do that for this one. No. Oh yeah, you didn't have to say it. I was going to well, do we it. Just did it. Yeah. Oh well, did I just blow it? Yeah. Well, ready now and it's music. Lime. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, baby. Wow, do you hear those COVID free lungs, baby? Welcome to the comedians of COVID. <laughs> That's not <laughs> the comedians of wrestling. The comedians of wrestling podcast. The comedians of, welcome to the, what's it? The comedians of podcast? Comedians of podcast. It's a the comedians of podcast. Anyway. Feeds Wrestling Podcast, the, the podcast of comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. You know the rest of it. Right now, look, let's let's not let's not let's not. We, you know, I'm Dan Black, the funniest podcaster in the motherfucking universe. If you turn off my podcast, you know what the consequences are. I'll fucking kill you. Plus, I'm the comedians of wrestling heavyweight champion. The title's right over here. I'm not even showing it to you, peons. Okay. Um, and uh, anyway, look, update on my COVID. As as the listeners know. And we have, you know, we, you know, you guys, you can check them. I got a lot of messages from you guys. I appreciate it. A lot of the messages were, thank God we didn't go to the show, the live show, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, was very funny. That was a very funny thing to say, you know, very hurtful to my ego, but um, no, uh, um, thankfully I had COVID. I'm now out of quarantine. I got to see my family. I had been at a, the days in and, uh, Woodbury, Long Island, uh, uh, very close to uh, the the breeding ground of one MJF, the Maxwell Jacob Freedom, Free, Freedom, Maxwell Jacob Freedom, MJF, and uh, <laughs> that's the uh, Patriot version, you know. Remember the anyway. Patriot? Didn't he die recently? Mel Gibson. The guy, yeah, the Patriot, the movie, the Patriot. That's how I refer. I'm like, I'm like, I'm my, was that I'm my grandma. <laughs> I'm my grandma. I refer to actors by the name of the movie they've been in. Whatever <laughs> happened to whatever happened to Apocalypto? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. You're like, uh, yeah, good. You know the actor Goodfellas? Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, it's a, it's a star-studded cast, Grandma. I don't know which one you're referring to. That's the nasty one, nasty Newman, Alex Newman Hagen, who's How in the Heezy. We got the smooth operator who, to be honest, he for this episode, because I don't have the soundboard, I don't have all my equipment. You can tell the sound quality is not as good because I'm coming out of quarantine. I'm, I wasn't allowed to fly. Eat my ass if you have a problem with that. What do you want from me? Okay. And uh, but smooth, I think Phil Pasmani is like, you know, the drummer in um in uh, the More Than Words video. 
<laughs> no. Oh, yes, reference? yes, yes, I do. <laughs> yes. Where they're all, it's like kind of like they're in like a blank studio and a guy and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's no drums in that song. Yeah. So the drummer's just reading the paper in the background <laughs> while there's, in the, if you go watch that video, I think it's, what's it, Extreme is the band? Yeah. Did you see that? So the, you know, it's like, saying I love you is not the words. And then the, the fucking drummer's just in the back reading paper. <laughs> and it's their only hit. So that it's drummer, a cover too, right? I don't, is it a cover? I don't think yeah, it's a cover. I think it's a cover. Um, you want to, Phil, do we want to give them a taste? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, he's, he's holding a lighter up, right? Like, he, this guy, mean, he's a, it's a full goof. But little does he know, little does he know, by the way, it's a wrestling podcast. Little does he know that uh, the goof of this video is not what he thinks is funny. It's the haircuts and the style of the guys in hindsight. Right. So it's a little bit of a, a hat on a hat. You know I mean? It's, no, Wait a minute. This is like, why does it look like, go back to that. Yeah. I mean, these guys could be guys, these could be guys now. Like they don't look at all like it's the 80s or 90s. And then even the drummer. Oh yeah. You're, I guess you're kind of right. It's just like a normal dude. These guys have came back around. They stopped like, look running. at this guy sitting. This guy sitting down. The drummer is. This is like 2010. Newman, you're like, what the fuck? He has a yeah, beard. That's a good call. The drummer just looks kind of like a hipster. Yeah, it's like a, the modern day hipster. Yeah, he looks like he gaslights women. <laughs> we all do, don't we, folks? No, um, we don't. You're just being crazy. <laughs> Um, do you get, uh, well, I have a couple things to say. I mean, while we're on this, I'll say this. Have you ever seen, uh, Fallon and Paul Rudd, like remake videos sometimes? Uh, no, that's boomer shit. Yeah. It's definitely boomer. It's definitely <laughs> a bit boomer. Okay. Yeah. And look, I'm not going to, no comment on Fallon, whatever. I don't want to get into it. It is kind of funny. They recreate videos to a T there's no oh. joke other. There's no joke other than it's just a perfect recreation of it. Right, 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 right. And right. I kind of appreciate that there's no actual joke there other than yeah. like, let's just use NBC's resources. It'd be funny to just copy this video, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is, there is something funny too. And something when the joke is like how perfect it is. The joke's then, just like, this is excellent, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, do we have that queued up? Should we see that? No, I wasn't queuing it up. What are we looking for? <laughs> All right, Phil. Well, because Phil's holding a lighter up currently. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I was reading the paper. Yeah, that's true. He's reading the paper. Well, we know Phil can read, folks. Anyway, um <laughs> I don't know what you I don't know what you planned on starting look with. At the pictures. I had but. some stuff, but it's hilarious because I, I, I have so much stuff out of the ring that I that I'm interested in, like the tipping thing you were just talking about. I thought that was funny. Well, yeah, what's that? Where, where were you gonna go? Go where you were gonna go. I was By the way, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Because I wanted to start with I have something to say about Patreon, but go. I I mean I just want to know when we're going to talk about Malachi Black. It's on my list, obviously, because of uh, I, I have two things. To say. You I muted yourself. Um, I just muted myself. You know what? Because frankly, do we need to hear from men anymore? You All know right. what I mean? Let's take a mute, a mute moment of silence for for the patriarchy. Hold on. All right, we got it for now, the patriarchy. Yeah, for the patriarchy. <laughs> um, One fact. Okay, because I'll say this because there's no video of the match because it's like one of the things like I'm so fucking mad about it. I got COVID and the video guys didn't show up. Right. Like, I hope you guys, it's like hilarious, like how uh, like 
how much I put into doing this shit sometimes. And then you're like, just fuck me. Like, let me just go like be an accountant (laughs) and just like, and just, that's it. Cause then, you know what I mean? You're like, I I can't even handle it. I do have some video, but it's like, it's so far. I got even want to post it. It looks like shit. It's like from phones. You know what I mean? So I have some spots, but uh, one thing (laughs) I did at the end of the match I was like, I won, and then I dedicated the match to all all the men. I dedicated uh, the match to men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just improvised it. You know, like yeah. I just like was like, I dedicate this match to all the men. Like every man. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what a fucking hilarious thing I did that I don't have on camera, you know? Yeah. Hey man, how much how many things have you done in that very basement that are hilarious and have not been on camera ever? So <laughs> Yeah, that's actually where I've been the funniest. Yeah. Um in a world of digital, like just because I'm a moron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the amount of uh, actually what it was described to me as, um, I told you this before, but uh uh what's his name? I forgot his name right now because of COVID, probably a COVID brain, but uh very hilarious improviser. I'll remember his name in a second. But he said uh, improv is like throwing diamonds into the ocean, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then – but now I want to take that a step further and say that UCB was like throwing (laughs) diamonds into the ocean. Yeah. I would say improv is more like throwing everything into the ocean. And then every now and then there's a diamond (laughs) involved. Oh, for anyway, anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's that's also true, right? Yeah. It's also the truth. Like it was all beautiful. Like it's also part of the gift is that none of it was actually ninety nine percent of it is bad. Yeah, none of it was on display in the beers or whatever. You know what right. I mean? Right. <laughs> right. Oh, folks. Um. Yeah, but I dedicated what I want. I was like, this is to all the men out there. I thought it was, I really. It surprised me even sometimes I do something where I go like, yeah, that was so funny because I'll be hard on myself. And then I go, what a funny thing to do. Pin a woman after cheating. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Wait, you guys didn't see. I might as well just describe the match because I don't have video of it. It's like, yeah, she was going to win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I grabbed the mic. I begged her not to give me like a shining wizard. I was on my knees mm-hmm. and I started kissing her feet. Hot. <laughs> And I started saying, like, yo, I'm sorry I act like this because yeah. I've just been hurt so many times in the past, you know? Like, right, and, it's right. a, and it makes me this monster, but I'm not proud of who I am. And then Dolph Ziggler kicked her over my kneeling body. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was such a, a great finish that I have no video of, you know? Right. None at all? Not even, like, bootleg cell phone maybe shots. i think i might have a bootleg shot of it but like whatever guys i'm like saying what it was here because it's like because fuck me you know right <laughs> i'm coming off COVID. i need it uh, you know but anyway this being said it's like uh and then i then i pinned her and then dedicated the match to all men and then ziggler uh ziggler this is what he does everything he did it in vegas also he <laughs> ziggler like whispers in my ear at the finish like yo like when when tula went through the table he was like yo he's got to go back to the table you know right so after i win he's like she's gotta she's gotta like ddt us or something 
we can't we can't just like win this match and and right. go out arms held high. I'm thinking we're gonna Empire Strikes Back the thing. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> he's like Ziggler's like such a pro. He whispers to me like, and I'm like okay. And he's then he'll then he's like an actual WWE ref because then he's like, all right, she's in. She's gonna hit me first and then you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we have these moments, and I'm like, oh, this is I get real insight into like being a a wrestler. You know, like right, right, right. Would he go over to her? And then yeah, like, he probably come, went up to her and was just like, "All right, you're gonna hit both of us, Dan first, and then you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, "Dan first, DDT, set of kick, like something like that, right? Yeah. So then, like, that's it. Then she hit us like on the spot. It was very fun. Oh, awesome. And then yeah, very fun. Uh, this was a great time. Um, uh, that being said, plan for let's. I don't know what the deal is yet, but likely it's looking very certain that we will have a rumble show which would be in st louis way more details to come soon but if that's something you're something you're thinking about going to the rumble if you're, anyone's thinking about going to the rumble like we should have a show and it will be uh in st louis yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with ziggler and but it's gonna be way more organized than our new york show because branching show out to tertiary markets i see listen i it, the amount of emails i got from Donnie las vegas L.A., New York City, St. Louis. <laughs> See, you just lost us a listener. Yeah. I want to talk about the Patreon for a second. Patreon.com. You get access to our bonus episodes. Last week we did Dynamite, which I thought was a great time. I mean, I, I have one question for you guys. Is Should I allow Shebs back on Dynamite? <laughs> yeah, why not? Oh, you had no problem with his behavior. Phil, any problem with Shebs' behavior on Dynamite? I think it just has bad tech sometimes. Okay. All right. Cool. Good. I was just checking. He came a little hostile in there, said the two best wrestlers in the world are Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar. I mean, I also <laughs> want to say that, like, I invented Dynamite, so, like, I feel like yes. I'm the one who decides. Okay. You decide. Also, maybe I'm the have decider. a discussion about how you, like, monetized our hangout. We've had that I, discussion, did- and Dan ignored me totally and, and completely. Okay, first off, we don't have to record Dynamite again. That was, I was, we were in Quar, so you guys all said that it was fine, okay? Okay. No more recording Dynamite, fine. All right? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's go to Malachi Black. What we're just going to continue to have uh, Man Page without you then. We can record Dynamite, but Man Page is off limits. Wait, what's Man Page? That's you what is this man page is this when you guys fucking watch adam page yeah pretty much oh rampage it's man page. oh man <laughs> i'm fun. so dumb oh it, my god yeah you got it uh did you guys watch rampage last night without me you I pieces mean, of shit you pieces maybe we of did, shit maybe we didn't maybe did we you guys did, watch maybe we didn't answer the question did you watch rampage without me i mean literally yes I didn't watch wow. it. I wasn't there. It was just me. Where were you, me. Phil? Were you on a date? No, I was on mushrooms. Okay, on a date with God. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> date with myself. Who is God? Oh, I love, I love that right. for you. I love that for you. All right, let's let's jump into talking about Malachi Black here. What Pull up the say? picture, Phil, please. Look at this fucking guy, dude. Oh my god! Like this is ninety nine percent of what is that? Me in Vegas, or is that that's that you wish? <laughs> You wish this is 99% of what it takes to be a great wrestler. Do you look awesome in a fucking photo? Like you could like, 
it's the fiend effect, right? Like how many people like right. saw, look at the fiend and they go, oh, what's this, right? You show a picture of somebody like Brian Danielson, they're they not going right. to have that reaction regardless of how good we know that he is. Even Kenny Omega to some extent, you're not going to have that reaction unless he's in like some crazy getup. No. This, this, this guy gets it. Look at this fucking uh, shot. So to describe the photo for people, you can see this on YouTube, by the way. Yeah. Um, all our pods are on YouTube, by the way, which I never say, but I should. Um, it's 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 Malachi entering, but he's wearing the essentially what he copied from me is the elk mask. Uh, but it's an it's an elk skull, right? Yeah. Or like, well, it's Cher, it's it's uh, Chernunos, the is it deer? god. Yes, kind of. Uh, it's a bongo skull, and um, <laughs> and it's a bongo skull. He's wearing a bongo skull, but the, they got the red light in the mist, and it's just his arms look great. You can see the tats. It's like perfectly lit for him to look. It's extremely cinematic, which whenever you can capture that in wrestling, it's extremely difficult. It's actually very, it's very difficult because it's a live show. Right. So when you get what the Fiend and Malachi, who are probably the only two I can really think of who captured, who fully really done it, you know, to the point where Bray Wyatt's now in a movie, you know, he is, uh, they're shooting it right now. Oh yeah. He's in a horror movie right now. It's being shot. That's why he hasn't, I don't think it's why he hasn't shown up in wrestling. Oh, you know? Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, there's actually you can look up what it's called and stuff. Phil, can we get the details of the movie he's shooting? Watch him, watch him like blow up. <laughs> I, it's not even that. Wouldn't even be surprising. Who, right. First off, who who has the charisma, chops, and look of him? Like, right? You know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. he's he's could easily easily do what Batista has done in Hollywood. Yeah. Now that being said. Batista has good guy appeal and bad guy appeal. Bray, I think, is fully locked into the, the uh, bad, bad guy, guy side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right? Um, <clears throat> the owner of the studio called the movie Ichi the Killer meets Zanadu, which Ichi the Killer is one of my favorite movies. Zanadu? You mean? Zanadu? Yeah, yeah. Z- is X-A-N-A-D-U? Yeah, Zanadu. What did I say? Zanadu? You got to stop. You're Stop telling me you're not a huge fan of Olivia Newton-John, my guy? Uh, nope. You're not a fan of you? roller skating lights, like light beams that roller skate? It's kind of like Lisa Frank oh, in the well, movie, right? Really never is what Xanadu is? I'm going to watch it tonight. Unless you want to do mushrooms again, wait to it. watch it. Wait, I think that's it. one of those, like, it's so bad, it's good kind of things, Xanadu, yeah, right? It's, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like a disco cocaine fever, the movie. Not that I've ever done cocaine or or dance disco. So can we talk about Malachi for a second? First off, there's another thing you have to tell everybody about your status. Oh, that I am now officially a member of of House Black. I purchased the the, uh, Chernonus medallion uh, (laughs) on his website. Yeah. I expect it to give me uh, all kinds of arcane powers, uh, possibly, you know, uh, uh, telepathy. Um, te- telekinesis, mostly moving things with my mind, killing people with my mind, giving making people sick with like a black. This is it right here. Okay, well you you have like, can you read minds of anybody? Oh, there it is. Wow, for the small price of thirty four ninety nine, you can join the House of Black. Twenty four ninety nine. Get your eyes oh wow, it's, it's even cheaper. Yeah. Yo, would you wear that? You'll wear that to like a party. 
here maybe (laughs) (laughs) oh the pause that pause was brilliant (laughs) because i mean look look we it's, went to some parties together. Would you have worn any of those parties we went together in the past like, couple months? Would you have worn that too? Honestly, it depends on the rest of the fit. Like it depends on what I could put together to make that work. It also depends on the length of the chain. I might have to get a different chain to like shore it up a little bit. I'm not like mm-hmm. a fucking dangly, dangly boy, but like. Um, You're not a dangly boy? No, there is a world in which I wear that. Tulo's a bit of a dangly boy, right? He's a thick boy down low. Uh, (laughs) the uh yeah so i mean i would would there's like a 70 percent chance i'll wear that outside of a wrestling scenario you should put on one of these like thick ball chains like this that's what i'm saying super new metal you know yeah yeah even tighter like a choker you know right i gotta start wearing rings and stuff Uh uh-huh yeah wear like big relaxed fit shirts become a himbo yeah, but no, I would wear it. I would wear it in public. It just depends on the sh- on the rest of the fit and the context. Um, but, I mean, this guy, who do you think, have you been following anything? I've been doing a lot of extracurricular research on Malachi and this character and where I think oh, he's I going. Oh, I saw what he did. Uh, I saw him, you know, missed, missed uh, Mr. Palooza on Rampage. Right. I saw him missed, um, and I had a lengthy discussion about him on the text chain, but uh, no, I, I, you know, I don't really dive deep into lore stuff like you do. That's not like how yeah. I, but I love that. You, I love when you explain it to me. So basically this, he's been posting about this like Cernonus or Chernonus, this like pagan God called the horned, the horned God, uh, who is a uh, representation of pure masculinity. He's he's oh he is just masculinity because his counterpart is the moon, which is pure femininity. Okay, uh, and they they exist sep like they're they're two separate things, uh, but comprise the whole of of everything, right? Right. So th- it, this character is uh, right. f- is f- uh, frequently framed as like literally the antichrist in like Christian text. And he, his, as far as like cohorts, like I was trying to figure out who his like partners are going to be in the house black because it, I think he's bringing two more people. Um, did he say that? Because you guys were talking about that in the text chain. Where did he say that? Well, he posted a picture of like three figures in the woods and like one of them was floating wearing horns and then there was two other ones. One was kind of big, one was kind of small. Right. Um, and so the first, I mean, the, he's obviously, I think the one floating wearing the horns because it looks exactly <laughs> like him. And then... Uh, Brody King is probably the big guy. I was thinking that the little one would have been, um, uh, might be even uh, Pac, because well, he just spit. He just spit on him, right? Right, and he he spit that in his eye, and it like took his. And eye he had out. the eye patch. Do you think that was an homage to his his end of WWE run? I mean, maybe, but I think more so it's this. So he he then posted a video on. Instagram of him pulling tarot cards and the first one that he pulled was the hanged man, which I think represents him, Alistair or Malachi, right? Because he, he had that arcana on the back of his vest in NXT. Right. Um, and then he pulled the fool, who I think uh, fool's the first uh, card in the deck. It's it's like the beginning. Of right. Life. Right. And so after right. he after he took out or either at the same time or after he took out Pac's second eye, he pulled the fool. Um, but the hanged man represents like self-sacrifice. Uh, and so that was the, that was him. And then I think the fool is going to be whatever relates to Pac and then I don't know how he's going to bring Brody King in. But I mean, the point is this, 
what do we we're talking like when was the last time that like we've had this kind of like conversation about the lore of the a fiend. character besides the fiend nothing never. It, 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 well yeah no never it's the right? fiend no never well i've never seen you this excited about this kind of shit you know what i mean right because it's not because i know that it's not for nothing like i know that it's not just random shit that's happening i know that it's planned and there are beats that he's trying to hit and there is an idea that he's trying to get across and so i'm trying to dissect it and figure it out like it's any other tv show you know okay so i oh yeah go, can I, I don't want to interrupt you go for it here's my thing my um my I, when we were on the text chain with tulo who by the way he had one ridiculous and by the way i think it's ridiculous but i think it's a compliment to tulo's supermarketness he has such a he, he has such a um optimism about like wrestling writing right you know what i mean <laughs> that like like he said something it was like oh i think he's doing like an old oh because he's only working with nxt champions or whatever right it's like you think he was booking that i was like bro come on man you think he's like i only want to work with nxt champions <laughs> like no wrestler has control over their booking like that and that's such a that'd be tony be like i really don't have time to like manage my talent around that right or right. wrong yeah, but I love I mean, that Tulo thinks that, and it's very yeah, fun. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that that. I think that I'm not sure. It's okay if having him team with Andrade for some reason and do this is the. It's it's okay if it's just bad writing. You know what I mean? Like it's okay if they just didn't if they didn't figure it out and they just did it. That's fine. Yeah, AEW can afford to do that sometimes. Look, they have. The way AEW works, part of their charm, okay, and what they get right is they they don't really force anything. You know, they they have their the feuds that they really invest TV time in and you and get you really sold on the match and the feud, and and then they work around it, and then they they fill a lot of the rest of TV with just like awesome spot fests and and uh, um. And matches that go for wrestlers' records, so they matter. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it is in my mind, Malachi's in a place where they're like, we don't really have a set program for you yet, and they right. don't want to give him ha a half shine, which is kind of what WWE did to him, especially when you have a talent who's so big and deserves like proper moment. Like, it's just not his time right now. Right. So that's more of what I see, and I think that's okay, especially because the trust of us with the AEW product, product is still intact, right. where you know, like, no one is feeling like they're going to just fuck him like WWE did, right? Right. Like, you, you, we all at this point believe Tony Khan knows, like, what he has with Malachi and when he has the moment for him, which might be as soon as after this Daniel Bryan feud is over, like, he might just missed Paige after that match, you know? Right, right. And then you'll get a full-on Malachi program, like, with proper... Uh, headline attraction you know but instead what they're not doing is having a bunch of meaningless titles you right. know right so i think malachi's in that zone here's my thoughts on malachi my concern okay, okay with him first off i would say this i would rank him as the most exciting wrestler right now i think we talk about him the most i think that because he was also in that really sweet spot of like he's not hit his potential like a lot of other talents have like a daniel bryan or like a hangman page or like i mean i guess hangman page has more to go but he's thriving he's at the top he's the champion 
he is one of these guys who it's like you're actually waiting to see what he can do still. Right. You know, like, honestly, like we, we know what he can do, but we haven't seen his, he has for the amount we know what he can do compared to the lack of moments this guy has had. Right. I think he's probably the most that, which I don't, I, I don't know what you call that character. It's like, right. Yet to break out. Like if it was like an award show. Yeah. Yet yeah, to yeah. be, yet to be on the side of a production truck. <laughs> exactly. I think that's a good barometer for yes. wrestling, right? Right, like, no, like, a, like a, like a, like a star hiding in plain sight or something, right? Right. I mean, I think. My, yeah. Well, no, my no, concern ahead. is that is that we is that like if this this has to happen in 2022, like it it's 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 this it has to like it's been like long enough waiting to like for like Alistair to come out of his shell, you know, to like be like here's 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 the culmination of this work. Like we blamed Vince for holding him back and now he's here and it's like it's time and like if i'm him i even quit aw if they're not going to give him the proper rub in 2022 like go to impact or go somewhere where you can like execute this vision already yeah i mean obviously those places he won't be able to do it you know what i mean but like i'm ready to see like the full the full thing you know i mean i i mean i agree but only right. because like i want i want Alistair, I want Malachi Black to be as ubiquitous on AEW as The Undertaker was in WWE from like 1999 to, you know what I mean? Where it was just every fucking smack, every goddamn smackdown, there was a Undertaker fucking tag team match or something. You know, not obviously that corny, but like I want, I want him to be the, the main guy. Well, here's what leads me to my next point, which is like. One thing I was thinking about with the AEW product is they have no like Kevin Owens shows. They have right. no like right like uh, cutting edge or like whatever Jer- Jericho's was like the I forgot what Jericho's moment was called right. Like they don't have like segments like that. Not that they yeah. do that exactly, and probably those are too corny for the product, you know. Yeah. But Alistair's an interesting guy where I wouldn't mind seeing like uh, like uh, I really wouldn't mind seeing something like that from him. You know, mm-hmm. like, like where people like sit in a circle in the ring and listen to him or something, or you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, yeah. I, I, I think that we could use some of the stuff he's doing on TV. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I don't think AEW should be afraid because that twenty-minute segment of Punk MJF was just a mic segment there, and we all talked about it, loved it. Right. It's okay. For- for them, to, they don't need to be. I don't know if they are, but they don't need to be scared of slowing the action down for a second to build. You know, true. Yeah, and I think sometimes it's a little bit like throw a guy in commentary, but make sure there's action happening in the ring. And they're like a little. It reminds me of me when I like I used to be like you got to entertain all the time, you got to entertain all the time, and you realize like sometimes like the silence in those moments are necessary to build tension, like yeah. to have those peaks and valleys. You know, it's jazz, baby. It is jazz, baby. It's a I watched. I watched Whiplash on my flight to New York again. I told you that I think on here. Yeah, that's a fucking incredible movie. You know, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. a sucker for all those movies. Black Swan, Whiplash. They're essentially the same movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one's like the girl version, and one's the guy version. Like he's a musician, and then. And then she's a ballerina. And then there's La La Land, which is the combo of, <laughs> of those two movies. I don't is that remember. how like Fast and the Furious is just point break? But with yes. cars? <laughs> yes. Exactly. But isn't in not to be 
too pedantic, but like, isn't in Black Swan yes. the yeah. core issue is that like she's like being replaced by this other dancer, or she feels like this other dancer is becoming her, and then yeah. in 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 uh, Whiplash, the Whiplash. main thing is that Paul Reiser's his father. Right. That's like the, that's that's his main struggle. <laughs> He's like, it's so tough. It's what do you play? What do you play in the drums for? What you... <laughs> By the way, I love Paul Reiser. Oh yeah, remember Mad About oh, You? <laughs> I did. Paul Reiser I was watching the Kaminsky method we talked about right here. Yeah. He had a scene that actually made me kind of cry, to be oh, honest. Wow. Like he plays this ridiculous character. Mm-hmm. It's like this Chuck Lorre show. It's fine. It's okay. And he has this one scene where like <laughs> They put him in this ridiculous bald cap, whatever. And he gets up. Paul Reiser is like kind of like goofy in the show. And it's a little bit like what you would never think this part. It's like, hey, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But he has this one moment where he just like, turns it on and you're like, wow, <laughs> you're good, bro. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, we all know I have a sensitive spot for any of these shows that are about Hollywood and failing. So, right. uh, <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so I mean, look, Malachi is the man. I mean, it, 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 it is what it is. We got to jump to. Uh, he muted himself I'm, again. I muted myself for the patriarchy. Um, uh, Andrade and Charlotte Flair broke up, apparently, but are they saying it's a work now? I don't. I cannot believe it's not a work. Right. Because, like, I feel like, like if. Go ahead. That, they're like an inspiration. I can't have that not be a thing anymore there's no way there's no fucking way that they broke up yeah and they are the that, couple right like that yeah that Becky and Seth are not the it couple anymore no it's not it's it's no way that they broke up and that we heard about it you know what I mean like if they did actually break up it would be I why would we hear about it this soon right it's all she's a flare it's all it's all work. Uh, okay. Well, because then on the other side of it, um, <laughs> on the other side of it, I was reading this quote that, like, I guess Ric Flair talks shit about Becky. Did you see that? Also a work. Did you see that, though? Yes. What did he say? Let me look it up. I don't, I don't memorize his fucking tweets. Uh, this shit's pretty fun, though. <laughs> yeah, I just don't memorize his tweets. Let me see. Did we talk about, while you looked that up, did we talk about Becky's Scarlet Witch gear? No, no. I, was I might have talked, supposed to be. You didn't notice it, the red gear? I mean, I didn't make the connection. I mean, I here's the deal. It's it's obviously cosplay. I would say it's a good example of a more subtle cosplay, even though, to be fair, it's not that subtle at all. It looks exactly like Scarlet Witch. But there's no logos on it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like Gargano used to literally wear like an Iron Man costume. I fucking hated it. I stick yeah. by it. Literally, like, literally, just like, you know, like, like a Wolverine with the three slits in it. Right. You're like, how is that a character? You're right. It's a. It's my nephew wears the same thing that this wrestler creating a character comes to the ring. I'll never, ever, ever think cosplay is good. That one though was such fire gear. She looked so fucking beautiful you know and 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 amazing coming to the ring you know i i just i just wanted to make a quote like every time i see this gear there's been a lot of posts of it i'm like wow what a becky looks fucking awesome you know um 
she women's looks, division in general, by the way, in WWE. Yeah. I just want to say, in WWE in general, all those women's looks are so fire right now. I, I, I mean, they are beautiful women also, so fine, take it swampy. But also, I just mean, like, in terms of looking like wrestlers, like when I, I've said so much on here, like looking like a wrestler, it's yeah. like Ziggler and the women's division. Am I wrong? Right, like, right, right. <laughs> you know? Because I think it's like we're talking about – I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you on this, but, like, That's we're true. talking about Malachi, right? And so, like, Malachi, it's like – when I think about the two kinds of wrestlers I like, I like, like, really basic shit. Right. Or go for it. And, like, the in-between is where you lose me, you know? It's so like when a wrestler just, like, randomly has – like, uh, he's like, like who has like gear where I'm like, what is this? It's like, it's too, it's like a little, like, yeah, you add something where it's like a little too much. Like if you had like armbands right. and, and, and then like pants that have like too much, they have nothing to do with your gimmick or anything. I'm like stone cold just wore like black trunks and a vest. And then he wrestled in literally like create a player spandex black, you know? Right. Like the rock. Had just the Brahma bull on his butt ever. Randy Orton's wearing the same trunk design, which are his tattoos, his entire career. You know, right? right. There is, I, I don't understand why some guys don't really get that. You know? Yeah. Well, it's. I. I mean, it's probably the. It's an ideology, right? It's like they probably uh, Randy Orton and Stone Cold probably fancy themselves as sort of like wrestlers. And so they just wear the wrestler thing and then that's it. Right. But the other guys are like, I'm a fucking, I'm a dragon demon. So yeah, like, I feel like it's like, let, let, there's so much like, let your, like, let your like personality do so so much of the work. But then there's guys like, if you're going full warrior, like go full warrior. That's like face paint, full character, tassels, juice to the gills, as tan as possible. Sometimes your face paint also on your chest. Right, right, right. Like, uh, <laughs> I think Warrior, if I, like Warrior, what is my Mount Rushmore of wrestling? I mean, it's 100% war, my personal Mount Rushmore. It's just like Warriors, Warrior. Ultimate Warrior, Stone Cold, The Rock, and then like Goldberg. Like, I right. mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is what Ric Flair yeah. said on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I think, oh, by the way, every letter, every first, every first letter in every word is capitalized. Like it's the name of a play. Uh, I think I'm going to have to make the trip personally to see you beat the piss out of Miss Charlotte. I don't think so, sister. The big, the man, big time backs or whatever you call yourself. There's not enough choreography in the business to save you. That's not even mean. Oh, see, this is so okay. So this is just no. But then he like, said he said something else too. He said. So disappointed. I did this out of respect for you. It made you millions. It made me nothing after 40 years of being the man. The company doesn't own it. Neither do you. I will always be the man. Ask your husband. Again, though, that's still. That's also works. That yeah, smacks that's like work. work stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's work stuff. And that's the thing is like, yo, I watched the uh, Becky Charlotte before their uh, Survivor Series match. I watched their, um, the, uh, what was it called? It was like, not day of, but it was called something like. The lead up, the lead or something. No, that's Jake Tapper. Um, <laughs> uh, no, like whatever it was called. And it was so clearly worked. And people were like, do you think these guys really hate each other? I was like, 
not from this. Like, I'm not, I'm not a moron. Like, this is like so clearly like they're not saying anything offensive, you know? Like they're saying, like, I don't like her attitude. I'm gonna smack her. It was like nothing. No. So anyway, Becky's comments were pretty cool. But look, if Rick Flair is upset about the man thing, like he's got every right to be upset by it, right? No, like, I mean, no, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No. Rick he Flair was the man. Like his whole no. thing was I'm the man. No, his whole thing was if you want to be the man, you have to beat the man. He didn't walk around calling himself the man. Yeah, but there's a big difference. That, that sentence no, there's implies a big difference. he's the man. I don't care about implication. This is wrestling. It's all in the fucking, it's not in the subtext, baby. It's all right up front. If you're not yeah. saying I am Ric Flair, I'm not, if he's not saying I am Rick the man Flair, he can fuck himself sideways. That's not his thing. Um, Ric Flair has the best... He, he has that promo where he's dissing his opponent, who's uh, who's he wrestling, Garvey or something, whatever. And he's like, you will come here with that golden retriever you call a woman? <laughs> You're like, oh, oh my Jesus God. Christ. First off, it's so insulting, but calling a woman a golden retriever is so, is so interesting because it's like, I guess it's a dog, but it's like such a beautiful it's dog. It's a beautiful right? dog, yeah. It's a friendly, <laughs> yeah. It's such, it's such a beautiful dog. You know, like, I just, it always stuck with me. Like, hey, golden retriever, you call a woman? You know, yeah, like, yeah. It's something I never forget. And that uh, Alasa Opso, you call a woman? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that silverback, very rare, beautiful, uh, yeah. like, like gorgeous maned, nutri- like a uh, uh, nutrient dense haired horse, you know, stallion. <laughs> you, you, you know, what I mean? like but you know, yeah. most of the time you, you insult somebody, you say like an ugly thing, you know? Yeah, right, right. It's like, yeah, it's a dog, but it's like a dog known to be like one of the most gorgeous. Like I see like a golden retriever, I'm like, like in awe of it, you know, a beautiful <laughs> dog. <laughs> that beautiful dog that won the Westminster <laughs> dog show two years in a row. Here's what I'm saying. If someone came up to like my lady and was like, wow, you have the hair of a golden retriever. <laughs> you know it's definitely insulting but you know it's like well you know i'd have to it would be yeah, yeah. it would be a curb app like that would be a curb scene right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh she's beautiful larry she's beautiful she has the hair of a golden retriever <laughs> and then you go back to the table it's like well he loves golden retrievers I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah but it's a dog everybody <laughs> loves golden retrievers you know <laughs> Oh man. Um, well, if we're on the misogyny tip, let's just follow that. Um, for the pa- for the patriarchy. Yeah, for the patriarchy. The moment of silence for the patriarchy. <laughs> moment of silence for war games, by the way. Uh, while we're at it, that happened, right? <laughs> I have no idea. Or is it tonight? It's tonight. <laughs> it's it's tonight. Yeah, I think it's uh, Rick's Diner versus I think it's Gargano uh, Champa wrestling again. Who knows? It's gonna be Iron Man versus whatever. I, I like I like that uh, I like that Braun Breaker. Yeah, Braun Breaker's clearly yeah. got a lot of potential. He's like twenty three. He's exactly what Vince wants NXT to be. Like he's a got young the face. Guy. He's got yeah, the face yeah. reactions going. That he's guy's crazy. really good. Seems like a yeah. badass. Um, I was saying, do you think that Punk is setting up for a feud with Adam Cole with all this Britt Breaker stuff? Because I'm like, uh, yeah. they're they're perfectly positioned for Cole to come out and just be like, I don't really like the way you talk about my girl. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah And people yeah. are going to pop for that. Be like, you trying to fucking bang my girl or something? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? Because I said, bro? you see that punk put on the Britt Baker jacket? No, Did I didn't see that? see that. Yeah, he's wearing her, like, dental jacket. Oh, you know, like, shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like... <laughs> That's a really interesting spot. I also, I like, thought that. And he should just come out and he should go, yes. He yeah. should just say yes. He should go. She's too good for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Are you trying to fuck my girl? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dan uh, Bright goes out and says, no, <laughs> I'm going to kick your head in. And then I don't the red, and then. Keep, you're not trying to fuck this girl. You're fire. trying to kick your head in. <laughs> and I'm then fire comes. My catchphrase. And it's Kane and it's the it's Team Hell No. <laughs> Winning versus CM Punk and the year is 2010. <laughs> now, and, and then all the memes on the internet of people going nuts for that and people being like, well, when WWE didn't, you didn't like it. And you're like, you know what? You're both annoying. Yeah. <laughs> on both sides, you're both annoying. I thought it would be funny if Britt Baker and Adam Cole eventually team up and they have a gimmick where like he super kicks people's teeth out and then she fixes them. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, they have kind of an insurance scheme going. Yeah, on. yeah, 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 yeah. That's like the <laughs> ultimate gaslight too. Like where he's out there, he has, yeah. has his girlfriend fix you up. Like no, 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 everything's fine. That's fine. It's not. A and then deal. later, and then it, it, and then it thread seeds for later. Where it's like she botched my 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 tooth. Cole gives you a shining wizard's pins you, and he's like, "Yo, it's not. It's this is not personal. Like it's like let me point you right over to that table over there. And here's a fifteen for an appointment. Yeah, here's a fifteen percent yeah. off d- coupon." Yeah, Britt Baker, MD. Friends oh, and family. Two hundred dollar deductible. Yeah. <laughs> She's out of uh, network. By the way, we got um, Hikaru Shida puts a pole dancing to her theme song, which I where I is it? <laughs> it's on YouTube. If you would like to watch Hikaru Shida, if we're while we're there, but listen, I was saying I'm gonna get. I'm going to see if Christina wants to come on the podcast because Christina pole dances. She's very good at it. And uh, also we can rank uh, Karushita as a pole dancer on here from, a, from an actual... Uh, uh, Wait, is like her in her like, apartment? No, she's kind of a cool studio. Here, we, we fill the video up. Look. Oh, I see. She's kind of... It looked... Well, <laughs> yeah, it looks like she rented a single room studio... I mean, it looks like she and, moved shit out of her. You know how I know it's not her apartment? Because but, she's a wrestler and it doesn't have carpeted floors. Wrestlers oh, yeah. only live in apartments <laughs> with carpeted floors. What a hilarious observation. <laughs> <laughs> and the mattress, it's just a mattress right on carpet. Right? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a TV on like a stand next to the box that the TV came out of. Yeah, wrestlers live like McConaughey and True Detective season one, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Oh man, carpets half unpacked. Oh man, that's hilarious. So, (laughs) yo, so uh, we we mainly, if you, by the way, we talked about dynamite a lot this week on the dynamite episode because we're gonna have to cut this episode a little short this week because too, uh, not too long. Uh, Newman's got to run. I'm also here. It's my first day. I get to hang out with my mom. Uh, <laughs> so I might take off a little early. All right, guys. I'm yeah, here yeah, in New yeah. York. All right. I spent 10 extra days in New York to get out of Quar so I can see my family. Anyway. Before um, we move on, on that note, yeah. I have to go. You don't want to hear this last thing? I would, I, I would, it would kill me to hear this last thing. What is it? You want to hear it? No, I don't. But what is it? Well, now I don't want to tell you. Okay. So we watched 
<laughs> we had a really good time. Uh, I want to talk about this. I was thinking about this. Okay. So we watched Cody go through. I just want to say straight up. I think Cody is a baby face. I love Cody and I will not be booing Cody with the rest okay. of the IWC. Okay. Okay. This is a, a cycle of abuse that we need to cut. We need to end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where you get, you do something so great that people turn against you. Right. We don't need to pull the dark night. Like you either stay the hero Either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain, right? We don't need this shit, right? Right. I'm a Cody guy. Now, that being said, Cody lit the table on fire, right? Or Brandy lit on fire. Then he did a kind of a phoenix splash or like kind of like a dragon suplex, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Off the top row. He lands his whole back onto the fire. Andrade lands basically in a perfect somersault position. And Cody's still on fire and gets a pin on Andrade, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we have to suspend our disbelief, I think, a little bit. The, <laughs> plan, was... the plan could not have been to put uh, Andrade face first through a burning table. <laughs> like, that could not be it. Uh, so I think it went according to plan. Yeah. Um, it, I, I'll say, I didn't care in the moment that it happened right. at all. I didn't care. I was like, that was awesome. And I thought it was really cool. We, we have the actual moment it happened. It was fucking awesome. But then I watched the replay and I was like, I watched the replay and I was like, wow, that, like Cody took all that impact and then pinned and dropped. Like Andrade went down with like no impact, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, I guess I, he, he might have got pinned just from a broken heart, though. That's true. Because when I read it, it was a one sided. Charlotte was. His core wow. zone. His core every, zone. Every article I read said it was not mutual. <laughs> Yo, the best part about it is the all these dirt sheets that I was reading about their breakup were written by like emotionally stunted fifth graders. Like it felt How like many <laughs> breakups percentage wise do you think are mutual? Less than less than zero point one percent? Like what a fucking banal statement to make. This breakup was not mutual. Of course yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Breakups are frequently not mutual. <laughs> um, also, it's fake. It's a work. According to Bodyslam.net, Charlotte Flair and Andrade have split up. This noobs comes after it was discovered that Andrade unfollowed the queen on social Instagram. Social <laughs> Instagram. A, yeah, social, social Instagram. Instagram? So, social Instagram. What is this source? Yeah, I love these. I love these sheets because it's like the hard-hitting news guys of wrestling. It was reported that multiple sources have confirmed that Charlotte Flair and Andrade have split up. No further details about the split were provided. After speaking with multiple sources, I can confirm that the two are no longer together. Sources indicated that the breakup did not appear to be mutual and that it was Charlotte who ended the relationship. It was not given any details as to why... I was not given any. I was not. It's, first off, now it's I. Yeah. It switched. It switched to. <laughs> okay. I picture I was, every I, one of these guys to just look like Vince Russo. <laughs> any, I was not given any details. Oh, I guess it was all in the I. Okay. It was, I was not given any details because first I didn't actually talk to anybody. I was not given any details as to why the relationship came to an end. Only that the two are officially done as of a couple of weeks ago. It was once rumored that Charlie Flair and Andrade were engaged to be married. That was not confirmed by either of them. It seems that they are no longer together. So the wedding would be off if that was the case. <laughs> he's now he's speculating that the wedding's off. Right. He's like, well, the relationship, like that's like filler, like filler caught that. Uh, this I is mean, a bit of a surprising development because Flair and El Idolo, now he switched to El Idolo, were very close. 
Ric Flair also uh, like. How the fuck does he know how close they were? My friend El Idolo. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I love, I, no, no knock to this guy. It's just so funny. Like, can you, like, this is such a stretch the soup, you know, like, uh, like add water to the soup. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. like, this is, uh, this is the a headline only. And like, someone's like, all right, well, you gotta, you, you gotta, 500 get three, <laughs> yeah, g- give me three paragraphs on this breakup that you have no information about. I love it that. was reported that sources reported that sources had said that they had broken up. Yes. Anyway, um, all right. Brock Lesnar's back. Uh, <laughs> see, it's, it's, it's too low. I keep calling it too low. Unbelievable. Goodbye. All right, it's fine. We're gonna get out of here anyway. We had a good time. Phil, did we have a good time? We had a great time. Can you work with the opening of this episode? Did I mess it up? No, no, you got it. <laughs> okay, good. I guess one thing I'm gonna do while I have gonna people get. here is I want to look at this day one pay per view and see what's on it, and then we'll get out of here. Because I think it's pretty. cool. Oh my god, my internet is being a pain in the butt. What? Well, uh, it won't. It won't give me. I have a thing going on my computer where it's blocking websites. It says your connection is not private. So it's like so, is someone hacking my computer, Phil. Hello. You got some. You got some firewalls going on. Okay, so. Here's what I was gonna say. I like that they have a pay-per-view. It's on January 1st, you know? WWE. And the match for the, the, the triple threat match, like, is Big E versus Rollins versus KO for the title. Like, that's a fire match, you know? Yeah, that's like, something I should something I should care about, but still don't. <laughs> yeah, that's a, like that match I care a lot about. But that being said, it's Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the title again. Yeah, it's like. That being said, I think they know they have to book something cool with that finish. Mm-hmm. And then it's Usos versus New Day. So it's just like, you know, they, uh, you know, it's uh, it's not, not fresh over there. And they're not really taking steps to make it more fresh. But that being said, uh, a, a WWE pay-per-view on New Year's, that might be uh, headed into Rumble season. You know, this might be what they need. To get us on back. New Year? In oh, it's on Friday. Right. They'll probably add Edge Miz to that. That'll be kind of dope. I mean, it's not a feud that I care that much about per se, but that's a match I'd watch. Yeah. Two of the two of the, the ultimate opportunists, you know. Who's gonna out cheat each other? You know? They should give AW like a three hour show on that Friday. Just go through it, the New Year's. What day is it? Is it is, does it happen does it, it happen on a Sunday? Friday? Oh, wait, what are you talking? It's on a Friday. New Year's Eve. Or is it on New Year's Day? No, it's January 1. Oh, so it's, it's probably on Saturday then. Yeah, and then also I saw Rumble is on a Saturday also. Yeah, they've been doing that lately. Wasn't SummerSlam on a Saturday? Yeah, SummerSlam was a Saturday also. But yeah. I remember, so they're going more Saturday route, which I think is, I, I don't know. I like it. It's also tough because I do notice that a lot of people don't change their plans for a wrestling event. They're like going to watch it later. So yeah. there is actually a beauty to Sunday, I think. You know? Yeah, for sure. Because I've noticed that the times that we've been Saturday pay-per-view, I've been like, ah, it's harder for me to watch. So, yeah, I don't know. All right. Anyway, everybody, I'm going to get out of here, go hang out with my mom. Uh, and uh, But we'll have do Patreon episode this week. We'll, after, we'll record it after uh, record it after Dynamite. It might not be Dynamite. I'm going to have to ra- talk to the gang here. Um, 
but uh, that'll come out for Patreon. So patreon.com slash means wrestling. Thanks for supporting the podcast, everybody. Live show probably going to be happening with Dolph. Uh, I'll have more details on that for Rumble. But so if you're thinking about going something, think of plan about plan on going to our show. And um, and uh, I'm going to post whatever I got of the match, but I got such bad coverage because that. But I have great stills, but don't have video, but it's fine. I'm still the champion. And everybody, hey, I love you. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Cheers up.